Good evening, everyone, and thank you again for joining us for another episode of Witch Talk. Amy here, and as always, we've got Lynn Stevens with us. Hello, hello. Hey, Lynn. Hey, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I am very, very good. I'm really excited to talk about this This is going to be an interesting, interesting subject, I think. Yeah, I agree, because it can be done in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. So... Tonight we're going to talk about creating a sacred space and then from that we're going to expand and talk about that sacred space specifically for spellcasting and for rituals. And as always everybody, if we don't get through this in one episode, we will always do another. Mm-hmm. That said, will be the second one actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I said, there are so many different ways and... It's such a personal thing. Mm-hmm. Like, let's talk about the sacred space for a moment. What does the sacred space mean to you and what what's it function for you? Well, I mean, we, we kind of were able to talk a little bit about this before we started. But to me, like um, my office is where I do my work as well as my spell casting. And it has become a place of sanctuary for me within my own home. Um, my office and my home is kind of chaotic, but the energy that's within it is very much a part of what I incorporate into what I do every day. Mm-hmm. So for me, the sacred space is that I feel at ease. I feel myself and I feel at home in this space. I always I have a couple of spaces in my home that I I really try to make a sacred space. One of them being my bedroom, of Mm -hmm. course. Um, And then I do have, I I do have a room as well. Um, And that's really, that's where I do my spell casting. I do have a a small um, altar type uh, setup in my room, but they're really both the same type of sacred space for me I need to make sure that like you it's my sanctuary it's I feel like it's the place that I can breathe Mm. if that makes the difference between what you do and what I do is like for me my bedroom is just a place where I sleep but Mm -hmm. for you it's something a little bit more yeah absolutely because I I really I struggle um, with sleep a lot and I found that throughout the summertime, um, whatever energy it was that was bothering me, I think we've talked about this mm-hmm. before, really was inhibiting my ability to calm myself and sleep. So I had to create the sacred space in my bedroom to make sure that when I went in there, um, it was like, I envision it like a, a, like a force field almost. So then can I turn the question back on you? Like, what is the difference between a regular area in your home and the sacred space that you create? Well, for me, there, there really isn't. I try to make sure that my whole entire home um, really is that 
that sacred space for everybody, for every member of my family mm-hmm. that's here. Um, and now we've talked about this before. I do have a couple of dead spots, but I don't think that's about it. Not having that total envelope of that force field. It's about just kind of things out of place, not where they need right. to be. And that can be fixed, I think. Yeah. But the the whole sacred space, I really try to start it at my door, you know, both doors in the house and have that that entire space because it's not a very big space. And if it isn't our sanctuary, then what else, you know, we need to have that space in our world well, I think that, that just brings us yeah. down a notch, you well, know, I think that's where that, centers uh, and balance. that saying comes from where it's like you, your house is your sanctuary. You know, like if you work outside the house or if you, you know, spend a lot of time outside your home and then you come home, it should be a place where you feel comfortable and relaxed. Exactly. Um, and then I guess I think I incorporate the other bits, like I said, for the sleep wise, um, that's really important mm-hmm. to me. So, well, it's important to everybody, but I, I really did experience some challenges where I didn't sleep like a lot, like maybe for a week or two, it was really quite challenging. Um, and by creating that sacred space within my bedroom, I was able to gain mm-hmm. that back. So whether it's just the ability to calm the energy of the space down, um, that's what it was for me okay. anyway. And um, so I, that's just what I do. It's the entire house. And then I have the two spaces, I guess, that are just mm-hmm. for me. Even though, you know, Sean shares the bedroom. It's like, I have, we share a bedroom. <laughs> but that creation of that bubble, so to speak, was done by me, right. for me. Um, and then my witch room, like your office, is the place where I I work. You know, I work with my deities and I work with my energies. And that's a very different space, right. I think. Well, uh, No, it think? definitely is. But I was just thinking, too, as you were saying that, and you're like, well, Sean, share is your sacred space in your bedroom. Well, my office, you know, pre all this Schmovid stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's right? a good word. So pre all of this <laughs> stuff going on, I would have clients come in to my office. So mm-hmm. even though I did it for myself, it also benefited them. Yeah, absolutely. So it's not just for me, even though, yes, I was the primary focus. It's for whoever comes in here. And yeah. you'd be surprised at how many times I have all five animals in here. You know, I don't think I'd be surprised. <laughs> they kind of gravitate towards that space for right? I'll bring my. I've been in that space. It's a really well, and great this is where space. I do my meditation and stuff as well. So I'll bring my I'll bring my cup of right. coffee down and I'll start my meditation. And there's nobody else in here. And then I'll turn around and there'll be, you know, two cats and two dogs, and the other ones just coming on in through the door. <laughs> so when, so I have a question for you then. So, you know, everybody's gathering for Lynn's meditation, and Lynn's getting ready. Do you do anything at that point 
to solidify the space, to create the sacred space, to get ready for that meditation? Well, I do think I I, I had mentioned this on an, another episode when we were talking about uh, we we had kind of touched on this before where I I work in clutter a lot. And so a lot of times mm-hmm. I find I'll have to remove some of that clutter because it kind of jankies up the system a little bit. So I'll have to put a few things away. If I was working on a project the night before that I didn't get to put away, I'll put it away. I'll put away extra stuff that I have just so that I have a bit of a clearer space to be able mm-hmm. to not be distracted by things that I don't necessarily need to be distracted by. Right? I would have to say to people that are listening, put your phones oh, yes. away. Put your phones away. Turn your notifications off on your computer. Well, if, if you're doing the meditation on your phone, put it on silent. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Take the vibration off. Because part of creating that sacred space is being able to make space I think well even talking to you now like this might be a podcast but I made sure that I turned discord off I turned my phone notifications off I turned all those things off that could potentially be a distraction because we are creating an atmosphere of conversation between each other so we don't need all that extra stuff so that Absolutely. in and of itself uh, could be considered creating a sp- sacred space for this conversation to happen. Now, when I get ready for podcast, um, I light candles. I light incense. I have my diffuser going. I create that space that just brings me down to that level that allows me like exactly what you're saying is to have that conversation Mm -hmm. space right so I think a sacred space can look very different for everyone and there's tons of different ways to achieve a sacred space whether it be you know your bedroom I don't know what kind of space you have out there right so what other Mm -hmm. people may have right so your bedroom a closet Uh, you know your bathroom when you're when you're having a bath there are all different spaces that can be created into your sacred space Mm -hmm. for that moment right am i right yeah my my son has his altar on just an old ottoman that we had but he's made it his own and he's put all the things that he wants on there and when you see it when you look at it you know that the energy around it is different yeah. Do you think an altar um, is essential to no. a sacred space? No, I don't. I didn't think so. I don't think so either. I think that you can achieve it just by really focusing on the energy around you. That said, there are, you know, uh, some steps. Certainly. Yeah, would like, I like having my altar in my office. <laughs> but if you look at it, yeah. some people wouldn't know that it's an altar. They would just think it's a right, collection right. of things on, you know, an old, uh, an old um, dresser. Yeah, that's uh, what the one in my bedroom mm-hmm. is like. Yeah, now the one in, in my room is is a little bit different, and there's 
you know, it's, it's different. Anyway. Um, so steps for creating a sacred space. So we talk about smoke cleansing or smudging or saning or whatever mm-hmm. you'd like to call it. Um, do you believe that this is a fundamental good start for creating a sacred space to someone who's just starting out? I mean, yes and no. Because if you're in an apartment, it's very hard to smoke cleanse. Uh, you set up a smoke detector. But one of the things... <laughs> There's yes, sprays for that. There now, are though. like smudge sprays, which are actually quite effective. And because it's an aerosol, it still gives you that, well, not aerosol, but because it is a particulate in the air, it still acts as the air element. That's an excellent point. So for all of all of you listening out there, remember that. The, the only remember other, that because you're yeah, still the only other difference it. between burning incense and using the smudge spray is that you don't have your fire element. But if you're doing a candle spell or anything, there's your fire element. Right? So right. if and if you're one of those people that doesn't care about elementals at all and you're just using it for a peace of mind thing where it's like when I do this it calms me down so that I can prepare for this then it really wouldn't matter whether you're using fire or just the air element and we can use anything from herbs and plants to incense sticks to sprays to well, depending what on like, if, if you are doing it on, say, a hardwood floor or something, you know, we were talking a little bit about hoodoo a little while ago, and yeah, you know, there's there's sweeping that you can do. The best, yes, yeah, sweeping like, is the a big best thing, thing, right? Was meant to sweep negativity. So if you have your salt with the different herbs, so say you want a little lavender for luck or you are doing a money spell and you want to set the stage you're going to be sitting in the middle of your floor and you're doing a money spell you can throw a little bit of nutmeg in with your salt oh, right that's a so good as one. you're sweeping your salt around and you're creating that space you're also creating the space for the specific type of spell or ritual that you're going to be performing as well there's a really common chant that people use that I was told very, very, very um, common. As I sweep, sweep, mm. sweep the ground, all negativity shall now be bound. I banish from here all that is profane. Only good and blessings mm-hmm. shall remain. Common. Very common. I always forget the back half and I end up swearing my way well, through it. Here's the thing though. Is... Get rid of this shit. Here's the thing though. Is... Again, it's all intention. So it's like if you forget the back half, just say the first half twice. Right? <laughs> right? Or three times. I really like to stay in that three times. Well, the the, kind of my the threefold, the three is, is something that... Um, it seems whole and complete. And the triangle, the three points, is one uh-huh. of the strongest structures in nature. 
So That's even right. if you're doing it three times, it doesn't have to be about the threefold law yeah. or the or this or the that. No, you can even just no, have no, it no. as any structure within nature that has a triangle is one of the strongest structures in nature. Three, five, seven. Those tend to be my go-to numbers and when doing three, five, anything. and nine are the d- d- uh, universal divine numbers. You can find three, five, and nine oh, anywhere yes, in right. nature. But that's that's another that's another story for another time. <laughs> that is another story. So so we're 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 sweeping away our negative energy. We can also achieve this. Yes. With yeah. Actually, when I when I perform. Yeah candle rituals or candle spells I'll put a ring of salt around there and it doesn't have to be any fancy Himalayan rock salt whatever just good old yeah, table, table salt, salt but it creates I actually I prefer space. sea salt but I can readily get sea salt if you don't if you can't readily get yeah. it and table salt's all you have use table salt if epsom salt is all you have even though it's technically not salt <laughs> but i think we were mentioning don't don't use it outside because it will kill vegetation right right we don't ever use salt guys on uh the ground outside because it does it it kills everything around it so eggshells are sarsaparilla powder sarsaparilla powder I guess Cats. you could say sarsaparilla because it starts with a C, but I've always said it like a hard K instead of an S. So either or, English is weird. It's not really an English language or an English word, but English is weird. <laughs> <laughs> There's too many mm-hmm. words that mean the same thing. So um, eggshells, crushed eggshells. Do you um, bake your eggshells? Yes and no. I'll I'll take either uncooked or cooked. But you just have to take yeah, the memory so I, uh, I crush mine. I crush mine up into just smaller pieces. And then I bake it in the oven for about 20 minutes mm. at about 275, 250. And then then they pulverize really well. Yeah, if they're powder. cooked, they do crush easier. But you do have to take the, me- the inside membrane out. Absolutely. Yeah. Do that when you're washing it. Oh, yeah. Because you've got to wash them. But that membrane, yeah, absolutely has to come out because you can also use eggshells in your yeah. garden. As but long as that eggshells in is your out. garden, people are like, "Yeah, it adds calcium." Well, it actually takes upwards of ten years for the first sprinkling of eggshell to incorporate and break down enough to have calcium in the ground. But it's a good thing to do. <laughs> I think it, it provides maybe Aeration, some water, mostly. Um, yeah, like. Uh, it allows for that air to get at things. When I put it in my garden, I I look at it like I am mm-hmm. creating. So that that's space another way to create a sacred space for my plants right? to grow. Your garden is part of your spellcraft, right? right? My garden oh, is absolutely. part of my spellcraft. When absolutely. I go out, I I talk to the plants, I sing to the plants, I chant. You know, chanting is a big chanting is a you big part to. of what I do. So when I go out there, my chants are like yeah. prayers. Now I don't necessarily have deities in my practice, but I believe in the mm-hmm. power and energy of that. 
right? So right, when I'm out right. in my garden and I'm mumbling to myself, that's usually what's happening. Or, you know, talk to the plants as I'm pulling out, you know, noxious weeds. And I talk to the weeds. And I'm like, hey, listen, guys, you know, I know you have a right to, to grow too, but I'm trying to get this guy. <laughs> You know, I'm no, trying to get these please. guys to grow even better. So, you know, but it creates that space. Yeah, I, I so I think it, it's fair to say that, you know, anywhere mm-hmm. can be a sacred space as long as it's serving the purpose for you. And there are several different reasons for why we would create Mm -hmm. a sacred space. Whether it be so your plants grow, whether it be so that you can sleep, whether it be that you're performing spells or spell casting or spell writing or rituals or this Mm -hmm. or that or, 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 right? Um, There are so many different reasons why we would create that sacred space. Now, I have a question for you. Um, some people would say that after you've smoke cleansed and then you've laid your circle out, whether it be by fire or, you know, candles or salt or eggshells, depending on your location, stones, whatever it is you're using. So you've created that circle, um, I've heard of people that would use water, like moon sacred water. water. Yeah. So, or if you're water, a, a Christian yeah. witch, you, Adds, you're a Catholic witch, you could use uh, holy water or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Right. Um, then you would, in a glass bowl, you would have that water. And then you would dump salt and line the bottom of that bowl with salt draw a pentacle in the salt and then go around the clock the room clockwise and bless the room with your by dipping your fingers in and then sprinkling mm-hmm. the water all the way around the room um that's something i've done before uh but not something i've done since i always feel like if i've swept because sweeping for me is big i always sweep um and then I generally will smoke cleanse. I don't generally do the water. Have you heard of this before? Is it something um, that I have you've actually done? used water before? But what I find because the water itself, if you're using the salt, incorporates your earth and your water element. And then if you smoke cleanse, that's your air and your fire. So it would incorporate all the elements. Right. And then you draw the pentacle that would represent your spirit. Now, I personally don't use it because I have animals. (laughs) Ah, so where would the animal fit in then? Like if I'm, well, outside I I wouldn't use salt. Oh, in your... uh, Outside uh, I wouldn't (laughs) use salt, even if it's salt water. So if I'm in my home, I don't use it because they would come along and clean it up off my floor for me. defeat the purpose okay because you have animals i thought you might no. you have well, animals that come and not, help you that, no i meant <laughs> with your sacred animals. space so for me personally i don't use that 
And if I use salt, it's usually in a small enclosed area where I can easily sweep it up or I can brush it off my desk into a garbage or, or into a whatever to, to mm-hmm. put it somewhere. Yeah. Dispose of it. Yeah. Right. Dispose of it properly for sure. Um, so then at that point, would you consider your sacred space created? Are there other elements that you would pull in or other things that you would pull in for someone who's, you know? Well, I think it depends on what you're doing. Like, say you're doing a simple candle spell, you could grab a couple, if if you're into crystals or gems or whatever, Mm -hmm. or, you know, if, say, you're drawn to water, you're more of a, like, a sea witch, a water witch, you could use shells you could use anything that kind of represents something to you. A lot of people will use uh, like effigies of or symbology of whatever deity they might want to incorporate in whatever they're doing as well. So there's a lot of different things that you can use to create that space and create that connection. Now, what do you think the difference is? between creating a sacred space to have a, whether it be your home or maybe you're going to meditate or have a ritual bath or whatever, as opposed to creating a sacred space for spell casting mm. and or So ritual. creating just a sacred space for things to happen is a little bit more permanent. Whereas creating for a spell okay. casting or a ritual is based on what you're doing at the time. Mm-hmm. So off need. So do you use your office space Pretty then for much your spellcasting? 99% of the time, yeah. Unless I go outside and then that's different, right? But if I'm if I'm inside my home doing something, 99% of the time it happens in my office. Okay. So that yes. space is already created then, and your process is a, more of a declutter process. Well, as opposed it's to a declutter, but it's also um, sometimes, you know, you things get stagnant, you got to reboost the energy, right? So it's, it's always, you kind of have totally. to update it, but it's always there. I always try to make sure that I have a representation of an el- of the elements in each of those spaces that I like. There's one in there's definitely in my living room, definitely in my bedroom, definitely in my working. I room. definitely have a lot of witches' room. ladders and stuff in <laughs> in my space, but they all mean yep. something. So the incorporation of them wherever they're hanging in the office has to do with something I either want to keep here or I want to keep out of here. That makes sense. So, do you cast circle? Say when you're spell casting? Is that part of your sacred space? The uh, the circle casting? Um, Yeah. Specifically, for spell casting. Yes and no. Um, depending on the type of spell I'm doing, 
sometimes if I feel like maybe I don't have as much energy as I was like, but I still feel like I need to do it, I'll do a circle cast because then that kind of helps the energy to focus and it just gives it a little extra oomph. But most of the time I don't even bother. See, I would, you know what it would be great is if we mm. could get the gentleman back on and yeah. have this So discussion. that's very much a part wicked, of what they right? do. Absolutely. And it would just be interesting, I think, to have a discussion around that because there's a belief there, I think, I'm pretty sure, that that is necessary hmm, and possibly. required. I would really like to check that out. I think I'll ask. That would be Maybe cool we could do it do all that, together. Yeah. That would be fun. That would be really fun. I'll, we'll ask the we'll ask the gentleman witches. Um, because I personally, if I'm going to cast spell, whether it be a simple candle spell okay. or not, I do ca cast circle, but I, I cast circle differently now. Um, in that I find is where I'm at in my path right now. I really mm -hmm. am focused on the goddess and while I do believe that balance of energy is extremely important and the masculine and feminine both have dual and equal roles, I find myself gravitating more to the goddess at where I am in my, my journey and mm -hmm. my that path right now. Um, so it, it's, it's very so different. So your circle cast would be, be in honor of that as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I generally use a, a triple goddess. It's really a chant. It's quite beautiful. Um, we'll we'll have to do voice. a whole series on <laughs> chanting and sound vibration because that's my jam. <laughs> I know. And there's so many ways oh, that, that can tie it, yeah. into spellcasting. Sound adds a whole nother dynamic right? that and people have usually no knowledge of. I never used to use music during ritual. I don't know why I didn't. I'm married to a musician. Take it for granted. This is part of my daily life. I think so. And now... I don't like since I, I I tried it once. Yeah, I don't know how long ago it was or whatever. I could, the time really doesn't matter. But I I was like, oh maybe this this it was probably full moon. But this mm -hmm. full moon I'm gonna use this music, and it changed the whole and dynamic. There again, of that ritual. music and sound is it's, another way to create a sacred space. Like, why do you think monks chant? Yeah singing bowls would that yes, certainly that would tie into that as well so our reiki friends our reiki friends would probably be really well, interested that's, that's in this what they do they create a sacred space by the do? vibrational sound it's clearing that energy so 
Would you share oh. a chat with us? Oh, you, you have a, a <laughs> I chance know it's a hot secret. You don't have to say. Space within your own mind, body, yeah. and spirit. Yeah, just something simple that maybe our listeners could go. Okay, oh, well, maybe I could. How about the very first one I ever something you'd you. be willing to share? Okay, so it's ah, we can do that. Pat. Moksha Ritam. So what it is is. Om is the song of the universe. Moksha is the release. Yeah. And Ritam is the rhythm. So I surrender to the rhythm of the universe. Om Moksha Ritam. This is really powerful. Om Moksha Ritam. And it's probably one of the quickest ways to create that sacred space within yourself. Well, it and worked it for you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it totally like changed my life. I was what kind of ball? Yeah, you mess you were I like you? you weren't just a hot mess. You were like a molten mess. Yeah, I had nowhere to put all the new energy. It was like I had just broken through this barrier, and and it can be a very confusing to place energy. to be. So even creating sacred space within ourselves is very important. The, the Say that one more chant? time. Aum, yeah. Aum, yeah, one more time. Moksha Your ritam. voice. <laughs> Aum Moksha Ritam. I'm telling you guys, if you have an opportunity to use this, incorporate this, whether you're I used it in front of my altar. I cannot tell you how many times and it left me on the floor, a big puddle on the floor, but the release is just. Well, and that the word uh, moksha, that's it's what it means to release, to surrender, to let it yeah. all go. So, yeah. Om so simple. Yeah, so powerful to the rhythm of the universe. So basically you're like, let's just, let go and see what happens. And I think that it really does create mm -hmm. that internal sacred space. It just feels, it it's just feels so good. One of my favorites. It really does. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we've been at this a while. I think we got a little <laughs> off topic for a minute. That's why it took so long to get back to it. <laughs> I think that happens I every think that time. Happens from time to time. But you know what? <laughs> but you know what? It is a conversation, and we both took the time to make the time for this conversation. It's an important one to have too. This All of them. All of them, they are. You're right. Because if we're not sharing, right, collectively, mm -hmm. where does it go? Right? So the Everywhere answer is nowhere. <laughs> if we don't share it, yeah. it goes nowhere. It ends with us. So on that note, I will a sign off for tonight. Thank you again, Lynn. 
I had an amazing time. Uh, this only opened the door to more, for more. So again, everybody, thanks for joining us on this Sunday night episode of Witch Talk. We will see you again next week. And this is Amy signing off.